your views, your news, your Limerick Today. Limerick Today. Limerick Today with Joe Nash. Now, you may recall the phrase, a puppy is for life, not just for Christmas. The classic tale of puppies wrapped in festive bows. But gifting puppies for Christmas may be far from the best idea. And to discuss this now is a good friend of the show from City Vet, Donal Ryan. Hello, Donal. How are you doing? Are you very excited about Christmas? Do I, I can am. see in you? Yes, yes, yes. Three weeks Glass to go. Three weeks to go. <laughs> all, the, all the fun and all the crack. Exactly. Um, and listen, people are thinking about ideal Christmas gifts, aren't they? Yes. And you can yeah. understand, you know, emotionally, the sense of, oh, it would be great to give you know, Johnny or Mary a lovely puppy on Christmas Day. Um, I suppose, yes, it would be wonderful if you're prepared for it. Um, it's probably not the best time of the year to bring a new member into the household, new member of the family. Um, puppies have their own requirements and when you're busy doing other things on Christmas, uh, the puppies will poo, they'll wee on the floor, somebody will stand in it. Um, so you need time and space to do it and do it properly. Um, that's not to say some people will be able to manage it, particularly people who have lots of experience with puppies and dogs. Um if you've got small kids, again, it, it's something you need to think a little bit hard about. Um, some parents can find that there's an expectation, maybe a little bit of pressure from the kids, puppy, etc., etc. When people ask me that question, should they or shouldn't they, I'd always say to the parent, you, you don't you do not do, if you're not ready as a parent, don't do it. Or, or because it's ultimately the parents are going to have to train the animal, take responsibility for it. Small children certainly are not able to manage manage the, the animal. So preparation is key then based on what you've just said there. So yeah. Auntie Laura shouldn't think it's a good idea to knock on the door on and Christmas a, Day and say, here's a puppy. A Best surpri- of luck. Yeah, surprise. Yeah. Okay. Shock. Um, yeah, shock it, it, shock yeah. might be more appropriate. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, listen, I'm a big fan of dogs and a big fan of cats. I think they're fantastic creatures. I love them to bits. And I've worked with them all my life, but but they have they they are animals. They need to be trained and coached and managed. Um, you know what, what you feed them is really how you feed them is really important. Um, all those things, you know, when at a busy time, you know, will take a second seat. Right, and um, it may not be the best time for 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 people to get an animal. So, the correct approach then is probably at a less stressful time of the year with a lot of thought a family including the yeah. parents yes. decide a puppy yeah. is a good idea yes uh, well it, uh, look people often I've often heard it and people often said Johnny I'm getting you the dog or Mary you're getting the dog it's your you have to look after it they can't expect a child even even a child of teenage years to be able to do that on their own so one way or another it's the adults in the household will give the exam or should be giving the example training the kids teaching the kids how to look after the animal responsibly well I'd be very interested to know from listeners this morning who have experienced dogs as pets has there ever been a circumstance and and genuinely we would like to hear this where the dog came into the house with the responsibility on the child slash teenager and that that is what actually happened because I think you doubt it 
it, it is. I'm sure there are very conscientious children who would be able to do it, but 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 they're few and far between. And if you're asking it again, in, to, to my mind, a child under ten years of age to take on maybe even under 12, the total responsibility of the dog and expecting it to be a success without parental adult mentoring, training, minding and setting the thing up for the child, then it's not, it's, it's very difficult to make it successful. And, you know, Nixon, the dog is out in the shed. It's not in the house anymore. You know, it's not being looked after. It's, it's, it's a failure. And, I suppose, but I always try to get to people to understand. Look, this is this is this is how it'll unfold unless you take charge on yeah. day one. The other thing you have to consider is puppies grow. So obviously, depending on the breed, a puppy can become a very big dog. dog exactly, and that isn't always thought about. There's also another additional issue: is that there are you hear quotes of people paying substantial amounts of money. You, you hear stories of paying people paying up to five figure sums which I, I'm dubious about but I hear the stories uh, for dogs and not, they, they, they need to take into account a, the initial price they're going to pay for it but also the management or the, the care of the dog the feeding you know veterinary care vaccinations constant worming tr- treatment again just just on that note about worming um, it, it, it it's really important if people do get a dog or have dogs, that they're worming with young children, they should worm the dog at least once a month, really, because of a disease called toxicariasis. It's associated with a lot of childhood illnesses. It's why there's this angst. The critics of dogs and dogs on beaches and things like that, they're conscious of this disease as being a, a quite a serious, potentially serious disease for children. So it's really important for people out there listening. They should be if they've young children worming their dogs at least once a month. The other point is people live differently. Some yes. people live in homes with big gardens or you know, on farmland in rural parts of Limerick. Other people live in apartments in Limerick yeah. City, yeah. for example. Yeah. Well, well again, it, it's look, you could have a very large dog in a small apartment and be successful. Can you? But you have to be very dedicated to that animal. You have to bring it for exercise. You have to get out a lot. You know, it's it's not the ideal set of circumstances. If you live in a small apartment, maybe you might think about the small mammals, you know, gerbils, uh, guinea pigs as pets, birds, um, having a large dog in a fish. small... Fish as well, yeah, yeah. Um, f- having a large dog in a, in a small space is not fair on the dog. Mm. But there are, it is potentially... Well, I suppose the one positive, if you fall into the routine of it, you know, and a dog has to be walked, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, is it clearly is good for your physical and mental health yeah. as long as you're prepared to do it yeah. all year round. Because, I mean, the dog isn't going to... Like, if you've a week of cold, you know, as we can have in December or January in Limerick, uh, the dog still needs... Exactly, to get out. Exercise. Yeah. Well, I, I was listening to something on, the radio, on some channel last night about... Um, um, the, the benefits of mental health for mm. people getting exercise you're getting a dog uh, it, it, I think it was statistics of China where um, people with pets lived longer, older people lived longer with with the pet um, because they, they socialised more, they mixed in public they exercised the dog and they, they, can, they and it can be very positive yeah. and also the, the, let's be frank about this the relationship between the owner yeah. and the pet can be mutually beneficial yeah. Well, it's, it, it should be a, a hugely positive experience for 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 animal and the family. 
Um, but it does take management. It does take people understanding the nature of an animal. It's not a human. It's not a small child. It's an animal. It's a dog or it's a cat. And I find over the years people who have the capacity to treat a dog like a dog, not like a surrogate child, the animal is a much more successful pet. Right. And Donal, I mean, what is your view on pure breed puppies, you know, puppies that aren't all of that? Um, well, I suppose that as regards breeding, I, I, I wish people would, instead of typing in the, on, the, on their Google search, you know, the, fan, the wonderful things about the animals, ask the question, 10 reasons why I shouldn't buy this dog. And there's one breed that is extremely popular at the present. And there's a, there's a list as long as your arm as to why you shouldn't buy them. They're expensive. They're fashionable. But it's, it's you know, from a veterinary point of view, people buy so many inherited diseases with lots of animals. Skin problems in certain breeds would be much more common. Uh, skeletal problems, breathing problems, respiratory problems... Uh, there's one the, the, one's a very popular breed now the, the, the a lot of the the bitches need to or the mothers need to have cesarean sections to have pups you, you, you wonder about why you'd buy a dog like that right. and um but that's that's an important thing to think about um that you f- type in 10 reasons why I shouldn't buy this dog um Lister says, we got a puppy last year, uh, first puppy for Christmas. Two issues. Firstly, the puppy ended up growing into a much bigger dog than expected. Secondly, we had a new baby arrive during the year and dog and baby were not going well together. We made the difficult decision last month to rehome the dog. Luckily, a relative decided to take her. Think long and hard before you get a puppy for Christmas, says Mairead. And Mairead's talking from direct experience. experience. Yeah. Again, you're touching on, that, on a new arrival in the household. Um, but certainly dogs need to be prepared for that. And I've often counselled or advised people, you know, the dog isn't reading the, the, the emails or the texts or, you know, listen to the phone calls about the new arrival. And if they're, if a dog was number one in the household, that's just the, and suddenly a more important member of the family arrives, their noses can be out of joint. But it can be managed and it can be very stressful on, you know, new parents when the dog is looking for attention or a walk and the baby needs caring for. Imagine, you know, because it is, it's a huge um, uh, change in the, in the home. Yeah, exactly. It's a huge change for the, for the child. And and recently I had a, a, a client, they had a new baby and the cat, which wouldn't always be, was very stressed by the, not necessarily the child's arrival, but the whole, the arrival turned the house upside down, so to speak, and that stressed the cat. They didn't know what was going on. But there are little things that can be managed if people ask the right question from their vets. Look, we're, we're expecting a child. What, what, what do we need to do for Rover? It's, 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 it can be, if they listen to the advice, it can make a big difference, take the stress off everybody. Yeah. And I suppose my, I'm representing the interests of the animal or trying to advocate for the interest of the animal. And where are you on one dog versus two dogs and companionship? Um, well, I suppose I grew up, um, my father kept greyhounds, so we had lots of dogs. Yeah. And it wasn't an issue. Um, and you can have lots of dogs in a household. They are a pack animal, so there's always a hierarchy. And that 
not un- failing to understand that for owners can create problems because it's natural for us humans to treat your pets as equals. But that doesn't work in the dog world because the somebody has to be out in front and you have to manage the relationships between the animals. There's lots of people that would have a number of dogs for any number of reasons and they don't have because of experience and maybe they you know they learned it at their mother or father's knee they can manage a, a number of her, a dogs in the household and not have problems but it's people who might not have the experience or take the point of view look I love my children equally I love my dogs equally and I'll treat them equally that can be a problem it can create a behavioral yeah. problems there's another important point and you know with the squeeze that's on for lots of people across the winter and christmas is an expensive time anyway Looking after a dog properly is not cheap. It, it's it's not cheap, and um, you know, particularly if they have health, develop health issues, you know, can keep the dog on the leash all the time. You don't want to get hit by a car. That becomes an expensive item. There's wonderful array of technologies now to to treat, examine, treat animals that they come at a price. Pet insurance is something that people should always think about even before they've bought a pet. Take that cost into account as part of their monthly, weekly, whatever okay. budget. All right. Do your research. Talk to your vet. Very importantly, before you make a decision at any time of the year, but particularly at Christmas, to have a puppy. Great to chat to you. Thank you so much. Donald Ryan, vet from City Vet. Appreciate your time. This Thanks, Joe. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today. Limerick Today. With Apple Green, your stop for great food and coffee on the road. Live, live.